Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So on Saturday, I had recorded an episode, and then all of a sudden, as I was getting ready to post it, Jordan Poole, it was announced, signed a contract extension. And so I had to record and talk about that a little bit. And then later in the afternoon, early evening, it's announced that Andrew Wiggins signs a contract extension, which was actually a pretty big surprise going into the season. We're all thinking like maybe the Warriors will let this play out a little bit with Poole, Wiggins, Draymond in terms of their contract extension possibilities. You know, Poole, he was going to be a restricted free agent. And then Wiggins, he was going to be unrestricted, but there was no rush. And then Draymond, he has a player option, all that jazz. Obviously, the Warriors started wanting to sign Jordan Poole, especially after that Tyler Hero contract, because you just didn't want Poole's market rate to go even higher if he has a good season. And then the Draymond punching of Jordan Poole, that made it even clearer that like, yo, let's just take care of this now. But you figured that Wiggins and Draymond, like, you know, those contracts would be you know, kicked aside, kicked down the road a little bit longer. And then they signed Wiggins. And Wiggins, I mean, love that guy, man. (laughs) He took a pay cut to stay with the Warriors. You know, you see so many times guys saying, I love playing here or X team or whatever, X city. But ultimately, they want top dollar. Uh, Wiggins clearly made a different decision. Uh, He's always talked about how much he likes it in the Bay Loves playing for the Warriors organization after playing in a really, really dysfunctional Minnesota Timberwolves organization for a while where he had to be, he was like the chosen one. He had to be the guy. There was a lot of pressure on him and he won a title with the Warriors. So I can see why he would stay, but it's great that he took less, you know, took less than probably he would have gotten on the open market. I don't know. I kind of doubt he would have gotten the max from anyone but in terms of an extension that was greater than what he settled for, I mean, he got what a four-year, one hundred nine million dollar contract, whereas Poole got four years, one forty. And you know, just for reference, Tyler Hero got four years, one thirty. But you know, we all know that Andrew Wiggins he signed a huge rookie extension in Minnesota, so he made like hundred forty million dollars so far in his career. So I get the reasoning for wanting to stay and have that security in the Bay because what he's like 26, 27, he'll still be in his mid prime when his contract is over. And who knows, he might have another ring or two on his hand. So that would make it all worth it. And he could always like figure out what the state of things is uh, when this contract is coming to a close and figure out like how the Warriors look, Uh, what his place on the team is, what the rest of the league, what the market is looking like. So uh, props to Wiggins for doing that. And, you know, it was a shock to me, I'm sure to you too. Uh, But I think that it's a really, really, really savvy move by Bob Myers, Joe Lacob, Warriors Brass front office. Here's why, you know, like after Poole got punched by Draymond, like I said, it was pretty much, in my opinion, a done deal that Poole was going to get signed before the 
Monday, uh, October 17th deadline, largely because you didn't want that lingering and whatnot. But it feels like Lake of Myers, et cetera, that they saw this opportunity to sign Wiggins and they took it. And what I mean by that is there was always this sense that like, oh, you can't lose Draymond and that the fans and the media and like all of Dub Nation or whatever, they would lose it if you didn't sign him. So you sign Poole, you know, that's a done deal. But then when you're left with Wiggins and Draymond, they probably figured, and this is just conjecture, right? They probably figured that like, hey, let's sign Wiggins now so that we lock him up. And because let's be honest, like more so than ever in Draymond's career, there's like this sentiment that, you know what, like maybe we should move on from him at the end of the season or he's not worth a max contract extension or whatever his max level would be. So instead of letting the Wiggins and Draymond contracts play out together during the season so that maybe there's some more awkwardness and maybe you know, this gives them a chance to just lock up Wiggins while kind of the public is down on Draymond while they have this opportunity, you know, so before Draymond can rehabilitate his value on the court and also rehabilitate his value in the court of public opinion. You know what I mean? Because say hypothetically, Wiggins didn't sign an extension. Then you go into the season and then, you know, looks like right now the team is okay, that they're moving forward, that they're putting this whole incident behind them. But say Draymond plays lights out, say maybe there's some like random uh, incidents on the court or whatever, get kicked out of a couple games, cost them a couple wins, whatever. Uh, but they ultimately end up with a title or a, you know, a, an amazingly deep, heartbreaking playoff run. I don't know, whatever. So you're left with Wiggins and Draymond and you're left with that choice. And by then, if Draymond is all good and people have forgotten this whole situation, then it becomes a very, very difficult decision in terms of how the public will perceive, right? Uh, say you sign Wiggins then and then let Draymond go, you'll probably get more public backlash. So by doing it now, while they have the most, I guess, leverage, uh, not necessarily against Draymond, but like with public perception, you know, they have the most capital in that respect, then they lock it up. So now they have Wiggins and Poole signed. Fast forward to the same scenario where they go deep in the playoffs, win the finals, whatever. Then it's just a question of Draymond and Draymond only, not Draymond or Wiggins or Draymond or Poole. So those decisions are at that point going to be months in the past and so it changes the the narrative, it changes the variables, it changes what you're actually working with at that point in time. And the fact that Wiggins was able to take or was willing to take a less than max deal extension makes it all the more better. So you have that certainty. You're signaling a little bit, of course, to Draymond. And honestly, I have no idea how this affects him because we all assumed Poole was going to sign, but then Wiggins surprised me. It may have surprised him. <laughs> I'm guessing it did. And how's that going to make him feel? And then just even further down the road, like obviously Draymond is a, a clutch sports guy managed by Rich Paul. 
the only other clutch guy on the team is Moses Moody. And I'm not involving Moody in any kind of weird conspiracy or any kind of weird stuff, but I'm just saying like, uh, keep your eyes on that down the road. If it goes sour with Draymond, maybe, maybe we'll see, uh, Rich Paul trying to pull Moses Moody away from the Warriors in a year or two or three, whatever. I don't know. I'm making it up. I'm just like tossing it out there. This is what you think about on the weekend when there's no games. So it's an interesting, interesting move. And, you know, I've said that the Warriors, they cannot win a title without Draymond this season. That's obvious, right? I wonder how this is going to affect him, right? Like he's a professional, but they haven't even played game one of an 82 game season, let alone the playoffs. So how is this going to affect his uh, mindset, you know, like putting it all out there for the team, being that heart and soul and all that jazz. Is it something where deep down the Warriors are just like, okay, let's see how this plays out. And then maybe at the end of the season, they think that Draymond could sign for less. You know, he has a player option for the 2023-2024 season. Does he want to pick up that option? Who knows? A lot has to play out. It is really, really hard to tell, but it's pretty clear to me that the Warriors were like, Wiggins, Poole, those guys are young. They're the future. They are the present as well. Let's be honest. Those guys are definitely, definitely the present. And also just making sure that they take the Wiggins contract issues out of any kind of equation down the road, right? So like, again, it could have been like at the end of the season, Wiggins or Draymond, right? Wiggins or Draymond. But now, I mean, I've read so many like negative comments about Draymond Green at this point. And not that they are unfair at all, but, you know, we're all disappointed in what happened. And this is the lowest that his kind of like perception has been amongst Warriors fans since the 2016 finals, right? And for a lot of folks, it's of course worse. So to me, this is where if you want to talk Bob Myers and Joe Lacob having like that foresight, it's like, okay, hey, let's do this now and just take care of it. And then we'll deal with Draymond and his contract individually when the time comes. You know, he can't be pitted against any other player in terms of am I more important or less important than Poole? More important, less important than Wiggins. It's just Draymond, plain and simple against himself and what he wants in the future. So honestly, like, yeah, again, this is just a guess, but <laughs> that's a savvy move, very smart move and very uh, shrewd move by the Warriors. I'm happy to have those guys, you know, tied to the Warriors for the next four years. And again, let's be honest, those contracts, they're assets, right? Those guys can be moved in the future. This doesn't mean that they're going to be there for four years. We all know that, and things change, things happen. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I think I'm going to have to put my money on Jimmy G 
and the Niners. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then also this season, we'll see, as I've said before, we'll see if Kaminga, if Wiseman can step up. Because here's the thing, like they're going into the season, you know, maybe like two months ago thinking like, okay, you know, I'm just trying to improve and get better. But now they might see a green light to becoming a starter next season uh, or like, you know, Draymond's replacement in some respect. Kaminga could become the starting power forward, you know, maybe next year Wiseman. I mean, you assume that with a healthy Wiseman, the way he's looked just in the preseason, and if he continues to ascend during the season, that he will be the starter in 2023, 2024, right? Like if he's the same way that he is right now, he won't be the starter, but you can't assume that in an 82 game season, he's not going to improve, right? He's shown too much already, as long as that knee is good to go. So this could be a, a, a signal for movement in the future. I, you know, I'm not even talking about Kevon Looney. I think Looney's always going to be the, with the Warriors because that dude is like, I feel like he's a dark horse candidate to get his uh, jersey retired if he stays with the Warriors for like, you know, another 10 years or something. But uh, once Wiseman becomes a starter, he'll be an excellent Looney will, he'll be an excellent, excellent backup uh, for, you know, as long as he's around. Anyway, we all know that the NBA is a business and this is part of it, right? Like we get these players, we get attached to them, but then you kind of have to move on. Um, Nothing's set in stone. Again, like this is crazy because they were trying to make this not an issue during the season. And it's really up to uh, uh, Draymond at this point, if it becomes an issue. I don't know, like he could make it an issue or sometimes, you know, it's hard to to deny the reality of things and make it through a whole season. I mean, this is going to be following him all year long. And it's up to guys like Steph and, you know, to a lesser degree, Clay, to keep things steady. Right. And even Andre Godala at the end of the day, uh, the team, I mean, they're still one of the favorites. As long as this whole thing doesn't affect Draymond too weirdly. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like Draymond has made so much more. <laughs> Draymond has made these last couple of weeks so much more, uh, I'll say, interesting and <laughs> busier. <laughs> Lastly, I do also want to say it's crazy the last three, four weeks, month, whatever, Jordan Poole has because <laughs> he went from petting hedgehogs in Tokyo, Japan, to getting punched the next week by Draymond Green, to signing a four-year, $140 million contract, to then on Tuesday, he'll get his first championship ring. So that's a very, very unique month for Jordan Poole, which makes him the most interesting man in the world to me, at least for now. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino. 
or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review, saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs.